1: it is monday it's time for monday with the mayor gt bynum joins us good morning mayor good morning uh first of all thank you for the um, the nice little note that you recorded that we played on friday on the uh, 10th anniversary of me hosting the show it's very nice thank you for well, that. well congratulations yeah, it's, uh, it feels pretty good and of course as you noted you know you're a colleague too <laughs> that's a, right one of yes. the co-hosts of our election night covered. <laughs> award-winning award-winning exactly exactly <laughs> I, I, let's just start with a, a real softball here from a, I hope it's a softball anyway, from a, a listener curious about when they can get rid of their stuff. Hey, this is for Monday morning we Want to talk with the mayor. When is Tulsa going to have their next free dump day out at Quarry Landfill, the free dump day? Now, when is that going to be? There's two a year, aren't there?
0: There are, I don't know off the top of my head when the next one is, uh, but I can ask our team when I get to work this morning yeah. and follow up with you and you all can put it on your your website. Mm -hmm. I just don't know what it is off the top of my head. Of course, one thing that I utilize heavily is you can put bags out at the curb that are clear, that have yard waste and stuff in them uh, over and above what you can fit in your trash can. Yeah. And and that's hauled away free of charge as well. I will Anytime.
1: I'll throw down a little hack on that too. Uh, You you not only can use the clear uh, garbage can size bags... I buy the clear 55-gallon drum-size bags <laughs> and use, because I had a lot of leaves. And right. they, they will still take those as long yes. as they're clear and they can see that it's yard waste. Yep. So There you go. All right. Uh, as we head toward the end of the year here, I want to talk a little bit about what you see as your administration's biggest accomplishments in 2022. And I think we'll kind of stretch this out over the next few weeks. But let, let's, let's go for maybe the top five. You, are you game for that? I, I know sure. it's kind of short notice here, but, but let's, yeah. if we work our way up the list, what do you think is number five?
0: Uh, well, I'll preface this by saying, and I'm, I'm, I appreciate you saying the administration's like, anything I'm going to rank as a win, there's a whole lot of people that play a part in making it happen. And that one thing that I've really tried to focus on in my time as mayor is this team concept in our culture at the city. And so anything I'm gonna rank, it's there's a whole lot of people involved in it. If I had to pick uh, five things that I would say were really big in the last year, though, uh, I would definitely have to call out the the new PSO franchise agreement mm-hmm. that the voters approved earlier this year. That doesn't sound super exciting, but the the practical implications of that are that you're gonna have now. A dedicated portion of what you pay for electricity every month is going to go to both maintain our highway light system so we don't find ourselves in the situation we did when I came in as mayor where over 90% of our highway lights were out. So we now have funded a dedicated crew to keep those illuminated Mm -hmm. and then also a dedicated fund in that. Uh, to help with burying power lines and starting a citywide program that will take years. It's not something that's going to happen in a couple of years. I mean, it's a long-term program, but to help cover the cost of burying power lines citywide. And I think, you know, 10, 15 years from now, you look out, Tulsa is going to be a, a much, you're going to have a much more reliable system for electricity because of that dedicated funding source. You're also going to have I think just a much more beautiful city. You go to, I always think about you go to like Kansas City, that's very similar to Tulsa from a topography standpoint and a tree standpoint, but they bury their lines and their streets look so much, <laughs> so much better than ours uh, because they're not chopping trees back from the power line
1: citywide. Oh, well, yeah, that. And uh, probably safety is a factor there too because anybody who's driven on like, say, Lewis and, you know, buy those telephone poles or, Eight, 10 inches away from the edge of the curb Um yes. th- there's there's safety at play there too no
0: 100 yeah. percent so yeah. that that is going to be one of those things that didn't seem like a big time when people voted for it this year but you're gonna see that when you add up the cumulative impact of that over a decade it's going to be huge for Tulsa
1: mayor what would you say would be your number four accomplishment um
0: I I think it's going to end up being one of the most transformative things we do as a city but It isn't fully done yet. So I would put this at number four, which is the city council and I funding a real-time information center for the Mm -hmm. Tulsa Police Department in the budget. I mean, it's literally being built as we speak right now, but this is bringing 21st century technology to bear for the Tulsa Police Department that Chief Franklin has been saying they need so that they can monitor crime citywide and deploy video technology in a way that makes better use of the time of the officers we have right now and improves their ability to capture criminals when there are no witnesses uh, which is key and so i've had police officers tell me that this is the biggest this is going to be the biggest advancement in policing in tulsa since you put radios in cars and i believe it
1: Uh, boy the flock cameras are sure getting a lot of positive publicity not just here but i mean all over the country there's like three arrests i think right. in the last week that have been high profile in that been, florida in florida yeah yeah well
0: we already had uh we've already just in a couple months of having those cameras in tulsa we've recovered over six hundred thousand dollars in stolen property including <laughs> over 40 cars but also used it to solve a number of homicides Uh, that have occurred in our city. So, yes, this is all stuff that uh, our police officers have been having to rely on, mostly technology that was available in the 1950s and 60s, and now all of a sudden we're going to bring them in the 21st century, and it's going to make Tulsa a safer city.
1: Well, speaking of the police, I I would imagine that if you had to recount some of the uh, things that you wish you could have um, made more progress on in 2022, that would be hiring more police officers.
0: No question. That's uh, it. It's the, the fundamental shift in that it, just in the time that I've been mayor uh, has been a real challenge. You know, when I first came in and the whole time I was on city on the city council for eight years, that was just a matter of having enough money to hire people. If and the city council and I my first three years as mayor, we funded the, the largest increase in staffing in Tulsa Police Department history because we made it a priority and voters approved the funds for it. Uh, And post 2020, it's all shifted. There's it is so challenging to find folks who are willing to go into the law enforcement profession, even in a city like Tulsa, that is incredibly supportive of law enforcement. This is a nationwide challenge that cities all over the country are facing right now. And uh, we're no exception on that. And that's, again, why it's so important that we make better use of the officers that we do have.
1: Mayor, thank you, and we'll talk to you again on Monday. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Tulsa Mayor, G.T. Bynum.